make me some records. Got my time coming to me. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Rough Cut Retrospective episode, the one they won. Uh, we're here, uh, that's a, that's a, that's a meme or a vine or whatever the kids call it these days. And, uh, and yeah, we're here. I'm Carter. I'm joined by my co-host, uh, Mr. Jackson. Hello, sir. Hello, everybody. Hey! Jackson, hey, Jackson has great energy today, guys. I hope you're, Woo-hoo! you're ready for it. He's got a heck of a weekend ahead of him and he's just getting all his crackhead energy out right now. My existential dread has created a manic episode within my brain. So let's go. Let's do it. Incredible. All right. Uh, <laughs> all right. It's the uh, day after St. Patty's Day over here. Uh, we all had a lovely St. Patrick's Day. Do you have a lovely Patty's Day, Jackson? I did nothing. So y- sure. Awesome. We love that for you. <laughs> I just went to uh, very similar out with to a... some amigos at... I nice. hung out with Jacob Holbrook. Shout out! Uh, oh, re- oh yeah, you're home. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm home on the range. I'm gonna dox you right now. He's at. Uh, <gasps> I actually don't know. I know your neighborhood, but I don't know your address. I'm gonna drop our location in the in the bio <laughs> this week. Um, but yeah, I hung out with Jacob. And, Jacob, that's great. And Bree and Davey, and we just hung nice. out at his and house. Davey? Wow. Wow. Yeah. And Ryan. And and Ryan. Wow. Yeah, we all just hung out, drank some Guinness, and what a played a. Uh, some ping pong and the game of life. Were you at Jacob's like family's house? Yes. Which and I'm gonna. They got that cool beer machine. Yes, they do. That, where you put the cup on it and it fills up from the bottom like at stadiums. Yeah, that is so cool. It's pretty hype. That's like that's like such a fun little like party trick to have at your house. Be like, check this out, and then you just yeah, very that cool. Gives me something to work for in my future. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had a good time. But now we're here. Good. Um, in March, uh, the madness is about to begin and some of our personal madness has already begun. We've got some Oscar nominations, Jackson. Yes, we do. And, uh, I'd say the Oscars are our Super Bowl, and, um, <laughs> and we're just ready for them. So we're going to talk about our Oscar nominations. We're going to do our picks later in the episode. Uh, but first let's, uh, get down to our normal business, huh, Jackson? Let's do it. Jackson. Yes, sir. Tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. What are you into this week, buddy? Um, I'm into a lot of things this week. I watched for my film class uh, this movie called Garden State, oh. which is a, a Zach Braff, uh, Natalie Portman movie mm-hmm. that Zach Braff did. Uh, I think it was his first directorial debut. I don't know if he had been acting in a bunch of stuff beforehand, but I think it's like loosely based off of his personal life. I don't know if you've seen it. It's pretty great. I haven't seen it, but I'm I'm aware of it. Yeah, it's a it's about a uh, a guy who's like working in Hollywood, sort of going to his hometown in New York uh, to his mom's funeral, and he's kind of just like hanging out with people from his hometown, and it's really good. And I yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I really like Natalie Portman. I don't really watch a lot of stuff with her in it. And, like, she was kind of like a manic pixie dream girl in this, which is, <laughs> I imagine, uncommon for her role. So it was, like, kind of cool seeing her in that. And it was fun. Nice. Love that. But also, I'm re-watching HBO's Watchmen miniseries with Abby. I'm making her watch it. And it's so good. Oh, you do God, love that. I love that show. 
Have you seen it yet? No, you probably haven't. I haven't. I'm sorry. You keep telling me so to. Good. I haven't done it's it. It's so freaking good. Oh my gosh. I gotta get it's on amazing. it. I promise I'll do it. It's a perfect combination of like, like political, like like it mixes like real political events that like we and I've talked about this before on the podcast that like we didn't know were a thing. Like for example, like it talked about like the Tulsa like the Tulsa attack. Yeah. On like Black Wall Street and stuff, which was pretty wild. Um. And, like, definitely the American public should know about it. Uh, and then also something that I, like, picked up on this time that I did not know was a true fact. Like, one of the characters was holding an old newspaper clipping that said, like, 22,000 Nazis uh, rally at Madison Square Garden. And I was like, oh, that can't be real. And then Abby looked it up, and it is totally a real thing that happened in the United States. Gosh. Like, within our history. It's, like, wild. It's like, how is this a thing? America. But yeah it's a great show totally worth checking out really cool incredible but yeah that's what i'm into this week what are you into this week carter uh jackson this week um i got to go see with davy uh since i'm home i got to go to the movies with davy we went to see raya and the last dragon um, oh nice how was it it was pretty good um it's the new disney animated uh movie um Basically, the plot is, uh, there's like this fantasy world, what's it called? It's Kumandra, I believe it's called. I only remember that because cool. it just, every time they said it, I just thought of Kama Sutra. Um, okay. But anyway, <laughs> that's just a dive into my mind. But there's like humans and dragons, they live together in harmony, of course. But then Sounds this evil force showed up and threatened the land, and then the dragons mm. had to sacrifice themselves. But now, 500 years later... The evil has returned, oh, and it's up to Rhea uh, to track down this legendary last dragon and to bring the land back together and unite the people. Um, it was pretty good. It was pretty solid. Um, our girl Kelly Marie Tran um, mm-hmm. and Aquafina are in it. Um, they're a pretty diverse cast. Um, and I don't know if I'm just old when I say this, but... I gotta tell you, animated water just does something to me, man. <laughs> They've just, gotten really good at it. Just watching animated water really gets me going, and a lot of water in this film. So, solid movie, some cool fighting scenes, some cool animated stuff, some good messages in there, and yeah, Disney, good job, guys. Pretty cool. The first animated water that like really blew my mind that was like earliest is when I was watching uh, the Good Dinosaur like earlier this year. Yeah, for Pixar stuff. Absolutely. And that movie came out like in 2015. That's correct. Yeah, I think that water was photorealistic. Like I did not know. Like if you would have just shown that to me out of context, I wouldn't have thought that it was animated. Like they they've gotten really good at doing stuff like that. Yeah, it was crazy. But, and what's even more you- impressive was like this movie. They, like, they made it during quarantine, so it was, I think I mentioned this last time, but it's, like, all of these animators, like, in their own houses, their own separate houses, yeah. just animating. And then they put it all That's together somehow, working from home. Um, how, uh, oh, how does it compare to How to Train Your Dragon? Um, probably very, very similar vibes. Have you seen all the... Better how to, or worse? Um, maybe, for me it was... It was a little better. Um, also, does it have music? Is it like a musical? No, it's not like no one sings okay. or anything like that. Okay. Um, so it does feel very similar to How to Train Your Dragon. 
Um, but it's obviously a little more kid oriented. Uh, this one yeah. was so. Um, one of the things of the... I thought was interesting in watching the trailer was that the dragon just looks like Elsa turned <laughs> into a dragon and like has the same powers as Elsa. And it's like, oh, okay, cool, I guess. But yeah, it was uh, it was neat to watch. There's, uh, I think they both have some some deeper meanings on the the outset, but uh, but yeah, um, very similar. But just a very fun movie. Give it a watch, Great. but don't pay thirty bucks yeah. for it on Disney Plus. I'll tell you that. Yeah, thirty bucks seemed like a lot. Yeah, wait till it's free. <laughs> not, the price did not appeal to me. Yeah, wait till it's there for free. Um, It'll probably be just like a couple months, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, cool. So there you go. Beautiful. Nice. That's what we're into. Woo! Woohoo! Jackson, what's next? I got a news flash for you, Walter Cronkite. You think you're too cool for school? But I got a news flash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. X-ray, X-ray. Uh, do you want to go first for me? Do you have any news? Um, I'm trying to think of, like, big news. Um, I don't really know anything except, oh, wait a minute. The <laughs> Snyder cuts out. Oh. Oh, shoot. It's oh, released, guys. Um, we haven't seen it. We're going to watch it tonight, I think. Yes, right, Carter? we are. Right um, after this podcast, we're going to do it. And, and uh, uh, we're excited. <laughs> we're something. Yeah. I, and then next week, we're going to we're gonna discuss it and kind of break it down for oh, yeah. those who want to hear about it. We're giving you but, a Snyder uh, Cut episode, boys. Yeah. And then after that, uh, we'll have a bunch of fans demand a, a Snyder Cut, Carter and Jackson Cut podcast. And then... After years of toxic behavior from online fans, uh, they'll be rewarded with it. And it'll probably be barely better. Maybe a little bit better. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. It'll be six hours. (laughs) It'll be six hours. We should try to make the Snyder Cut podcast longer than the Snyder Cut. Would anybody watch it? Probably not. No one would watch it because it's a podcast. But, um... Oh, get get booshed. Um, um, but yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard some spoiler free reviews about it and I've heard through that, that, and these are from like DC fanboys who were, would probably, uh, like they're, they're like, uh, press, they got press screenings and stuff. So yeah. they're, like they're professionals as far as like that stuff, but they are DC fanboys. So they may be a little biased. Um, mm. I mean, I am too, but I don't really care for like the Zack Snyder, justice league approach i don't know some of his stuff is just kind of weird but they said that the story is better there you go which is they did it i guess cool (laughs) um and they said that flash and cyborg are like way better which is cool too um but i hope that doesn't mean we keep getting ezra miller because i think he should probably (laughs) not be in it but that's just me i heard there's I heard there's a scene uh, in the Snyder Cut where uh, Ezra Miller's Flash uh, just beats up an old lady outside a bar. <laughs> Choke slams. Yeah. So I'm excited <laughs> for that. Um, yeah. Instead of – because I guess like an actual critique was that like in the Josh Whedon cut of Justice League, um, Barry or the Flash, he doesn't know how to fight. He just pushes people, which is like kind of the joke. Mm-hmm. But I hear in this one they uh, change it to where he goes, "I don't know how to fight. Uh, I just choke slam people outside of bars." <laughs> and they were like, "Just keep doing that." <laughs> oh man, I hope so. I hope there's a little, little <laughs> tongue in cheek action there. 
But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're excited to watch uh, Batman say the F word and to Joker to do some stuff. Oh, I can't freaking wait. So we excited. live in a society. That we do. You know? um, so yeah, we'll be, we'll be getting to you guys next week with that. And it's much anticipated, I know. So, woohoo! Incredible. Um, I don't have much because obviously Oscars is the big thing and Snyder Cut mm-hmm. that we're going to talk about. But I do want to mention just that the Grammys were on Sunday. Um, yeah, I, oh, yeah. So, and I want to ask, like, does anyone care about the Grammys, Jackson? I'll tell you who care about the Grammys. Uh, the freaking the the uh, boomers care the because boomers. they get pissed anytime a form of art is uh considered too gross for them it's even though they were like worshiping elvis while their grandparents called them satan worshipers and stuff <laughs> they've become their grandparents yeah um, i don't uh <laughs> what i discovered is i mostly don't know music anymore um, I, yeah, I don't really listen to pop or anything, so like I, I couldn't even tell you like who won or who was even nominated. Yeah, I only so. have down. I only wrote down like the the big one, the big main things, uh, the four main things. The record of the Give year. Give us a rundown. Well, first of all, I need. Can you explain to me what the difference between record of the year and song of the year is? Because I sure don't know. Uh, is record not referring to album? Like, is that? Well, there's an album of the year award as well. <laughs> Oh, so I don't know what any of it means. Um, maybe record. Okay, wait. Maybe record could apply to an EP or an LP. Maybe, perhaps. Maybe? I'll tell you that record of the year winner was Billie Eilish for "Everything I Wanted." Um, oh, so it's just one song. Yeah. So I, I have no idea then. <laughs> but and then song of the really and then song of the year went to um, "I Can't Breathe" by her. So I don't. So I don't know what the difference is. I don't is, think I've heard either of those songs. Apparently there is one. I've only, I haven't heard I Can't Breathe, um, but I've heard Everything I Wanted. That's a good one. Um, cool. Uh, and then Album of the Year went to T-Swift for Folklore. And okay. That was, that was a great album. Yeah. Very fun. Yep. Very artsy. Very fun. And then Best New Artist was Megan The Stallion, baby. Is she the one who did the dance with Cardi B? Yes. That's correct. Nice. Um, yeah. That's... Fox News had a oh, no. like a three day news cycle like of just talking about that like oh my god so cringy, incredible. <sighs> we can. Teach I don't watch Fox News. I just watch people watch Fox News. By the way, yeah. I, I should preface that. There you go. <laughs> we can have kids listening to WAP in schools, but we can't bring crosses into schools. What the heck? Oh my god! I can't even. I literally. <laughs> kid you not? My one of my grandmas uh, posted on Facebook about how. Um, how how like that song was being performed in front of children which it wasn't um <laughs> and it's not for children um but dr seuss is being tarnished it's oh like, okay. no okay guys maybe oh dr seuss um oh dr seuss anyway. you're canceled sorry buddy sorry no one will ever read hop on pop ever again <laughs> no yep sorry he's canceled anyway um, <laughs> this episode is brought to you by a cat in a hat. Um, yeah. The movie, the movie starring Mike Myers. <laughs> that movie is nightmare fuel, but I love it. <laughs> it's frightening, but it's, it's a guilty it pleasure is. watch. <laughs> oh, absolutely. It is. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the Grammys happened. Harry Styles won some stuff. Uh, and I like him a lot. Um, King, but, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't hear what you said. So I just skirted over. I said King. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Woo. Um, 
But yeah, that's it for news. Oh, except, did you see that Ryan Reynolds watched Green Lantern for the first time? Yeah, he he did it as a... It was honestly brilliant. He was like, to promote uh, the Snyder Cut and like my gin... It's aviation gin, right? Yeah. His like alcohol that he owns. Yeah. Um, he was like, I'm going to sit down and watch Green Lantern. Uh, I don't know if he streamed it or like if it was just like a... He live tweeted it. it. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, so... That was pretty nice. What a bad movie, but... Yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some, man. Honestly, you know what they should do? What? They should... I mean, maybe not do Ryan Reynolds again if if they don't want to. Uh, he could have, like, a fun cameo in it. But give it to Taiki Watiti, who was in that movie. He had, like, a... He was, like, the best friend of Ryan Reynolds. Wow, I com- that movie. completely forgot that about that. Yeah. Give that to him. He, he would run with that movie and, like, probably do some really cool stuff with it. Just saying. You know, that, that could be fun. I guess the best thing we got out of that movie was that Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds found love. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, they did. They met on that set, didn't they? I'm pretty sure. Now they have two kids. Wild. So, <laughs> good for them. Good for them. Green Lantern. Anyway, we're doing the, the Green Lantern episode in two weeks. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to watch that movie. Um, no, okay. You don't have to. Um... <laughs> uh, that's our news. No, please, no. <laughs> That's our news, boys and girls. Um, Woohoo! Incredible. Uh, we're going to dive into our Oscars talk uh, after this. Quick word from our sponsors' ads. Sponsors. Okay, we're back, everyone. Uh, this segment's called I Could Have Been a Contender. You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. So... I love that one. Yeah. So fun. I, and I love you. You're so fun. Aw. Aw. Anyway. I'm not there that. yet. I can't say that back. Yeah. I won't. Um, <laughs> so, uh, on, I think it was Monday. Sunday or Monday. I forget. I think it was Monday morning morning, at like 5 a.m. Uh, they announced the Oscar nominations uh, for the 2021 Oscars. And um, there were some... Uh, Few surprises, few snubs, few whatevers, mm-hmm. and, and uh, Jackson and I are gonna go through every category, and uh, we're gonna do our shoot from the hip picks, and uh, and yeah, that's just what we're we're gonna we're gonna dissect it. The year in film, what the Academy thought was the best of the best. So yeah, Jackson, do you have anything to add? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, I I I think we'll just go by uh, what category do you want to start with? Let's probably start with uh, the lower stakes ones. No offense to the people nominated in the category, but um, just uh, not the not the biggest awards. But uh, we're going to start with them. Um, cool. So I think let's start with best live action short. Is what we're going to start with. Um, so shall I read the nominations for best live action short? Go for it. Uh, our nominees are Feeling Through, The Letter Room, The Present, Two Distant Strangers, and White Eye. I know you've seen all of these, Jackson. I have not seen a single one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's here's what I'm going to pick for you. Um, or for me, I should say. I am going for uh, The Letter Room. And I'll, okay. I'll, tell, I'll tell you why. Solely why? because... Oscar Isaac is in it. Oh, really? Yeah. So. Oh. He plays cool. a like a corrections officer. 
Interesting. Okay. So that's what I'm going with there. I don't know. That's my shoot from the hip. The Academy loves cool. movie stars. So sure. Given that, I'll what agree do you, with you what for do you now. Think? Yeah, that sounds fire. I'll, I'll have to. I usually just do like a quick skim through of uh, these like document, like these short uh, film stuff, animated and live action before yeah. I pick. So we'll just we'll just see when it comes down the line. I trust that Oscar Isaac is great. I'm sure he elevated it and will get an Oscar nomination for his performance in the Letter Room too. I'm sure, right? That's oh, there, right? Uh, oh no. Okay. So moving uh, on. <laughs> Um, great. Okay, let's go to now, uh, let's do the short film animated while we're here. Um, so the nominees here for best animated short film are, uh, Burrow. Okay. Genius Lochi? Losi? Sure. Um, If Anything Happens, I Love You. Opera. I almost said Oprah. Um, and Yes People. (laughs) Um, Cool. Um, Burrow was the one that came out before Soul, right? I think so. That it was like paired with it, but like you didn't, it, it didn't play with the movie, obviously. But like, oh, that's right. It, I think that's right. Yeah, you're correct there. Um, and then I don't know the other ones, but I only know I know I've seen. If anything happens, I love you. Um, Is it good? It's it's pretty good. It's pretty moving actually. Um, so I'm picking that one. Um, it's about like parents coping with their child who died in a school shooting very heavy stuff wait i, ha- I have seen this there uh, you go it's there was a tiktok trend uh where you watch it with your partner oh my and you gosh. just cry what and that's what we did me and abby watched it uh okay. going we went in blind and watched it and it's really sweet um like the and like the animation style is really cool too um they work a lot with like shadows and stuff if i'm it's yeah. like it's like a very interesting art style and like the reveal is pretty crazy and stuff. I really liked that one. Yeah, I'd go with that one too. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Very sad. Not Look a dry us. eye in the house. Yeah, that's right. Um anyway. Uh <laughs> Alright, moving on. Uh let's do documentary short subject. Um okay. we have Colette. We have a concerto is a conversation. Okay. Uh, do not split. Uh, I think it's, that's a bowling story. I made that up. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hunger Ward and a song for Latasha. Um, I know absolutely nothing about any of these. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to go for a love song for Latasha. That sounds pretty sweet. I'm going to go with Hunger Ward. That sounds really sad. And I yeah, feel like that'll win. That's true. <laughs> Just looking at the posters. Uh, yeah, Hunger Ward looks pretty sad. Um, yeah, what's the saddest one that will win? Um, great. Good stuff there. We're going to get into some good conversation, guys, I promise. But we don't We don't know <laughs> we anything. We have no ab- idea what's ab- going on. We <laughs> don't know anything about these guys. So um, we did Best Animated Short. Let's do, uh, shall we do best documentary feature? Yeah, let's do it. Since we're here. This one's a little more uh, knowledgeable. So, we have Collective. We have Crip Camp. We have The Mole Agent. My Octopus Teacher. And Time. Um, I actually remember My Octopus Teacher. Um, Do you? I remember seeing it. I never, I mean, I remember 
hearing about it and like watching a trailer for it and it looked really cute but is it on anything streaming service um i want to say i saw it on netflix okay i could be wrong um yeah i'm going i don't remember these other ones Crip Camp sounds interesting. I don't know if that's about, like... I think that's a Netflix like, one. Crip the gangs, but, like, that's cool. I think that might be the one that, like, the Obamas produced. Oh, really? Fascinating. I may have made that up. Huh. I think Michelle Obama is affiliated with that somehow. Um, I could have made that up, though. But um, I think I'm going to go with Time, because I think that's about, like, a wrongfully convicted black man who's in prison. Wow. Um, so I think that's pretty timely. Um, and let's see if the Oscars pretend to be a little woke and pick that one. Hey, they uh, they re- they changed their foreign film title to international film. They are woke now. They do. They're about? figuring it out. They're super honestly, woke. <laughs> honestly, they're way more woke than the Golden Globes. The Golden so. Globes. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so so Again, good for them. Again, it's like, uh, it's like uh, the Snyder Cut versus the regular cut, you know? The bar is so <laughs> yeah. low. That uh, exactly. anything will, uh, any small change will make it better, probably. So, absolutely. <laughs> um, excellent. Okay. Let's go to best international film, speaking of which. Let's do it. It's no longer foreign language, everyone. We're progressing. So, we have another round. We have Keivadis Aida with a question mark. We have Collective. We have the man who sold his skin, and better days. Is wait, collect- wait, wasn't Collective just nominated for something else? Am I wrong? Um, I don't. I remember. feel like I read that already. I already don't remember. I Let don't me know. see. Uh, no, oh, you're thinking his- of Colette, of course. Okay. Oops, my bad. Oops. Sorry. Yeah, it's everyone. a common. It's a common mistake. <laughs> Uh, I don't know any of these, but The Man Who Sold a Skin is the coolest title I've ever heard, I think. That sounds so sick. I love that it. That is pretty cool. I can tell you that um, it's probably going to be another round. Um, that stars Mads Mikkelsen. Ooh, he's great. Um, and it's about like um, these just group of friends who like do an experiment where like they all try to remain a certain level of drunk for a certain amount of time. Okay. Um <laughs> seems very fascinating and the director of the movie is nominated for best director so wow um, okay so then it seems yeah, pretty powerful really and it seems uh seems like a the runaway here um cool so yeah i'm gonna go with another round um but the ma- i will agree, agree with you mads mickelson is a is a god when it comes to acting very good that he is i just watched um have you seen the hunt with him no I haven't. I just watched that this week, and it's the same the same director did that movie that did this movie. Oh, okay. So trying to get the vibe, but the, man, the hunt is really good. Um, but yeah, so go Mads, woo, woohoo. Okay, let's go to where should we jump to now, Jackson? How about we go to. Let's do best visual effects, huh? Okay. So, best visual effects. We have the one and only Ivan. We have Love and Monsters. We have Mulan. We have The Midnight Sky. And we have the movie that saved movies, Tenet. 
Um, <laughs> no. Like, I just absolutely cannot believe that Mulan is just even anywhere near the Oscars. Um, I'm a little upset by it. But, um, so I'm not going to pick Mulan uh, for obvious <laughs> reasons. Um, I'm feeling Tenet. How about we give an Oscar Tenet to Tenet? feels like a very safe bet, you know? I, I haven't seen Love and Monsters, and I, I don't either. know what the other two are. Um, you mean you haven't seen the one and only Ivan, Doug? I didn't. <laughs> I did not see that. But, I think um, that's a... Yeah, Tenet's a safe bet. They did some really cool, like, reverse shot stuff that was really fun. And they had some, they had some cool stuff. I'll give them that, you know? I... I gotta tell you, the one and only Ivan Jackson, that stars uh-huh. your guy Sam Rockwell as a gorilla. No freak what? Oh my <laughs> god, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my <laughs> You I was like, huh? Oh my god. Ugh yeah. I can't believe Sam Rockwell believe clearly needed to build like a pool or something. <laughs> um This is yeah. so beneath him. I haven't seen the movie. Maybe it's good, but it's on I Disney Plus. I don't think it is probably yeah i don't think that'll win that's like sub it looked like subpar uh motion capture stuff you know what i mean it looks like mighty joe young if mighty joe young was sad and bad <laughs> i so, love yeah. it anyway <laughs> tenet go christopher nolan saving movies got nominated Ooh. for one oscar and he didn't even get nominated for it um neat this is the only one tenet got okay i did not know that that makes sense i guess it wasn't very uh well yeah. received. Yeah, I think that's the only one that it got. Um, okay, let's move on to Not best sound. sound? Well, hey, how, about, did... how about I hit you with it? Okay. Uh, um, so, sound. Which, by the way, this category has been edited now because it used to be there used to be a sound mixing and a sound editing category, I think. So now it's just sound. Um, so it's now... Oh, I just got an email. Sorry. Oops. Um, yeah, it's all just uh, sound now. So, good for oh. them. Please stop. Do you hear my hear me getting? We can cut that out. And by we, I mean you can cut that out. Yeah, no, that's gonna stay. Um, okay. <laughs> Sound. We have Greyhound. We have Mank. News of the World. Soul and Sound of Metal. Um, I've seen all these. Oh Not really? That. Yeah. Um, What's News of the World? That sounds so familiar. News of the World is a Tom Hanks... But there's two Tom Hanks movies here. Greyhound and News of the World. Um, News of the World is like... It's a Tom Hanks Western, which is kind of cool. Is this the one (laughs) where they take the classic, like, civilized person meets an uncivilized person, which is usually like a Native American person, and then they tame her or the person or whatever. Except in this version, uh, instead of a Native American, it's just a white person who's like um, feral. You're not far of? off. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> what you're thinking of. Yeah, um, but it's pretty. It's actually not bad. Oh um, really? It's okay. Good. Um, it's not as as connect the dots as you as you said it to be, but it's it's close to it. Um, cool. <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm going to go with Sound of Metal. Yeah, I mean, it's like about drumming and stuff, right? And going deaf. Like, I imagine there's like a lot of really smart sound design that goes into that. Yeah, the sound design is in, is incredible in the movie because it like puts you in the perspective of him and like being able to kind of hear sounds, but they're very deafened and you just get to feel the vibrations. 
That's cool. Um, That's really cool. So it is very well done. And also it has sound in the title. So if it doesn't win, what what, what happened? You know what you know? movie that won sound mixing, like that got an Oscar for sound mixing uh, a couple years ago? Yeah, I know what you're going to say, but say it anyway. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody uh, won for sound mixing. Do you know why, though? It's actually pretty cool. It was, it's pretty deserving. It is they, cool. Like, this is the one it should have deserved. Yeah. Yeah. They remastered, like, all sorts of old uh, studio recordings, right, of, of uh, yeah. Freddie Mercury? It was cool because they, like, mixed Freddie Mercury and allegedly allegedly there's some Rammy in there, but probably not. I don't um, <laughs> Why would you and, do that? <laughs> I don't know. And they mixed uh, this, this, like, uh, sound-alike guy. Um, oh really? Like sounds okay. like Freddie Mercury. So it wasn't even Rammy. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, we digress. Um, hey, let's go to a uh, a category that Bohemian Rhapsody also undeservedly won years ago. Let's go to best film editing, huh? Where is that? I can't find it. There it is. Um, <laughs> best editing. We have The Father. We have Nomadland. We have Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Chicago. So, Chicago. That's where I live. Chicago. Um, hey, again, I've seen all of these. Um, I, God, I really need to catch up. I usually watch all of these movies after the nominations come out. Oh, yeah. Because I'm got superficial and only care if they're getting recognized, I guess. I don't know. Don't we all? But, uh, yeah. Yeah, tell me about these editings. How how are they? I imagine Trial of the Chicago Seven is pretty good. If it switches, like if it takes place in courtrooms, they usually have to do pretty creative editing stuff. So it is very yeah, it is very well done. I, all these are honestly edited pretty well. Um, I am torn between uh, Nomadland and The Father. Oh okay. I'm gonna go with The Father. How about an okay. underdog cool. pick? Um, I don't know if you know anything about The Father. But uh, it's like a movie about with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, um, I knew it was who, Anthony Hopkins, but that's about it. Yeah, and he like has like it's unclear if he has like Alzheimer's or dementia, mm-hmm. but he clearly has uh, bad memory issues in his old age. And the way that the film is edited, it like it's like in the perspective of him like misremembering things, and it like is meant to confuse you and confound you, and it's very well done. It's very oh, confusing. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's that pretty cool. really cool. So yeah, I'm going to go with with that. Just the way they edit it is like really uh, crafts the narrative very well. Wow. So yeah, I like that a lot. That's yeah. that's a really selling point. I I definitely want to check that out now. Yeah, check it out. Um, it's cool. a tough a tough sit, tough watch. Um, just in terms of like, it's not very happy. Um, so enjoy yourself. Have did, a good did cry. Did Parasite win film editing? Uh, I think so. Was that last year? Two years ago? I don't remember. Um, I think that was la- that was last year, right? Yeah, that was last year. Okay. Yeah, that was right before everything went to the pooper. I feel like it did um, win editing, if I'm remembering correctly, because I think that you're right. movie has some insane edits in it. Actually, oh yeah, love it. So I think good. I think you're correct in in that assertion. Yes. Okay. Sweet. Wonderful. Let's go to, I know, your favorite category, makeup and hairstyling. I actually do really like this category. Makeup and hairstyling is so fascinating and should always be. uh, This is one of those awards where I feel like if it didn't already exist, it would be very hard to convince 
the academy to like do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Like I feel like um, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's like one of those awards. Like like one of my takes is like there should be like a stunt acting award. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's like one of those. It's a very uh, very necessary tool in a film. But anyway, uh, here's the nominees. We have Emma. We have Hillbilly Elegy. We have Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, and Pinocchio. <laughs> um, <laughs> when I read this, I was confused. Is there a Pinocchio movie out? If Already? there is, Jackson, I do not know what it is. Is this um, the Disney one with? Wasn't Tom Hanks gonna do a Pinocchio movie? That's not yeah, this but that's. One, is it? I think that's called Geppetto, though. I think it's about. Oh, is Geppetto. it? Okay. But um, <laughs> I, I have but no yeah, idea I don't what know this what Pinocchio movie is then. I don't know what this is, and I don't think anyone else is gonna know, so I'm not gonna pick it. Um, <laughs> but it's nominated. Hillbilly Elegy did a lot of makeup. I I remember that from the trailer. There was a that, lot of makeup. There was a lot of makeup, so you know they got us there. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Okay. M- me personally, um, I don't know. I did like Mank that. Did Mank have that one era. of those transformative? Uh, like um, makeup stuff or like they did with um oh like God, darkest hour yeah yeah um no not really he just kind of gained a little weight um oh, okay he didn't have like any prosthetics or anything major gotcha. it was more okay. the costumes i think for the era remember when wasn't uh um oh what was that wrestling movie with steve carell that one got nominated right because they like made his face oh look, yeah, like, yeah really weird Foxcatcher, yeah. Yeah, Foxcatcher. They gave him, like, a nose that, like, did not fit his body at all. Like, it was very <laughs> odd looking. And he has, like, a like Steve Carell, like, rocks a pretty big schnoz anyways, you know? But, yeah, um, yeah his <laughs> his nose that he wore for the movie was, like, really distinctly large, I remember. Or, like, yeah, really it was weird. Just, I don't know. It is large. Um, and they give him, like, <laughs> black eyes in that movie, too. It's really... Yeah, it's so, that was so weird. I was like, huh. Okay. He's spooky. And I think Mark, yeah, cause Mark Ruffalo has like a weird hairstyle in that movie too. Um, but yeah, my Rainey's black bottom. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, I took us down a road there. <laughs> no, I need, we needed it. Um, I, I hope hillbilly elegy doesn't get anything, but we're going to get to more hillbilly elegy stuff. <laughs> um, okay. Makeup and hairstyle and booyah. Suicide booyah. squad is a winner of this category. It is Oscar went. Hey, Oscar winner suicide squad. Okay. That's right. By the way, while um, we were recording this, uh, someone who I follow on Twitter, uh, I got a notification for it, and I assume they're watching the Snyder Cut because it just said "worst Joker ever." Oh no! <laughs> well, that's but that's they well gave done. Jared Leto another chance, and I guess it's not landing for some people. So that's great. Shoot! All right. Well, I'm excited now. Even more excited for makeup. <laughs> Maybe that'll get nominated. Can that be nominated for an Oscar next year? Technically, oh god, I don't know. I don't know how that would work, right? If it's a I don't either of a movie. That, that's probably. I not mean, it's, it's completely different, I imagine. But like, could anyone's just like director's cut be nominated years later? That'd be interesting. I don't know. I'll email the Academy. Um, anyway, uh, let's do. Did we do costume design yet? I don't think we did. We have not. Okay, let's do costume design. Similar nominees. Uh, we have Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank. Mulan, Yucky, and Pinocchio. Don't Boo, know. Boo, Mulan. We should take this Boo. time to just say that Mulan thanked generals who in China who like specifically run concentration camps. We, the actress. 
not Mulan. In, not Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> no, the movie. The movie in the credits thanked like specific like generals uh, from China, yeah. who uh, run concentration camps there, and that's obviously really bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, this podcast and, is anti-concentration camp. Everybody, just so you know. Hot, hot take for you guys. Hot takes, but. Yeah. but Deal with it, uh, and guys. also and also the Mulan was just a flaming garbage fire, so um, it was not good. And I paid thirty bucks for it. Don't do that, guys. Um, you keep making that mistake. You I do. Well, at least I paid. I paid seven bucks way. for for that for the uh, Raya. I went to okay. the actual theaters that's to watch fair. it, so that's, that's at least bit good. Um, but yeah, um, I'm gonna go Marini's Black Bottom again. Yeah, Why not? That makes sense. Let's that makes let's sense. reward it. Not no Mulan, sorry. It'll sweep, and maybe Mank will stink it. I don't know. Mank leads all nominees with ten nominees, I think. I feel like because Joker strange. led with like how many nominees? Like a ton last time, last year. Yeah, I, I think yeah they had the most. They had like twelve or something. I could be completely wrong on that. They had a lot though, and I think yeah. they only got one by the end of it. it I think uh, I think it won best score also. So okay, I think two. so we got two, but. Yeah, I feel like the last time I remember like a a movie like just absolutely dominating the nominations and like getting most of them was La La Land, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Mm. Parasite got a lot of wins, but I feel like La La Land. Yeah, I think La La Land might have been the La La Land got a lot that year and Best Picture for a minute. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they almost got another one. God, tough. Um, Okay, let's go production design. Um, the design of the production is what that is. Um, we have The Father, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, News of the World. Oh, here they are again. Tenet. Um. <laughs> there they are. There they are, baby. Um. I think I'm gonna go Mank here. I was, so, again, I have not seen Mank yet, but what I really loved about, um, Citizen Kane that I... And I again, I'm not crazy about that movie. Is like the set design, the production design of that movie is like, yeah, amazing. So I imagine it tries to emulate that to some extent, which is which would probably be pretty cool. So, yeah, I, yeah, I would it is. Make would do do well. It is pretty cool, and you know, it's a movie about making movies. So there's a, like, a bunch <laughs> of that going on meta, in meta. their sets and stuff. So I think the Academy, this will be their one Mank award. I think. Cool. Um, anyway. Okay, let's talk. Let's talk music, huh? Which one? Original let's, song or original score? Let's do original song because I don't know any of these. Um, so we have in the category of original song, we have "Fight for You" from Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay, I do know that one. I lied. That um, one got nominated for the Golden Globes, I think. Yes, I think these have all carried over from the Golden Globes except for one. Um, hear my voice from Trial of the Chicago Seven. Um, Husavik from get this Eurovision Song Contest: The Story of Fire Saga. No. Is that that Will Ferrell movie? It absolutely is, Jackson. <laughs> no, wild! I love it. S- stunning that this is here. Um, Yossi parentheses scene from The Life Ahead. This won the Golden Globe. Um, oh, it did. And okay. Never heard of the movie or the song. Um, and then Speak Now from One Night in Miami. Um, you know, usually there's a, a thing, there's usually something here where you're like, oh, yeah, I know that one. Or, oh, it's Elton John or something like that. Yeah. But 
I have no idea. I'm just going to go ahead and go for Speak Now, because that's a famous person singing it. It's Leslie Odom Jr. Oh, fun. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll go fight for you. I don't I don't think that one won, but also, we'll, we you should listen to these. Uh, we should make a playlist we, or something. To I have out. seen, I have heard Husevik, because I saw that movie, and it's in the movie. So <laughs> Sweet. It's, I, I'm going to uh, select uh, Pop Star Never Stop Stopping. Yes, that's that's my never stop, never stopping, never stop, never stopping. That's what it is. God, that movie's insane. <laughs> we you you are like the that. one other person I know that like really loves that movie. Oh, I it's, love any Lonely so Island good. product. Is oh, it's is so good great. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, cool. Uh, let's do original score now. Um, here we have the only nomination for the Five Bloods is here. Um, that's pretty wild to me. Especially that's considering it's a uh, Chadwick Boseman, uh, he like he's in it too. Like you think, yeah, yeah. that maybe he would have gotten like some sort of double nomination or something. But yeah, the snub for this one is in the acting category. I think it's Delroy Lindo um, when we get there, but we can gotcha. talk about that in a minute. But uh, Defy Bloods for score, um, Darren's Blanchard, Mank, Trent Reznor, and Atticus Ross, Minari, Heyo, Emil Masseri. Uh, News of the World, World, James Newton Howard, and Soul, Trent Reznor, Atticus Ross, and Jean Baptiste, Stephen Colbert's guy. Oh yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty neat. Um, I feel like Soul's a safe bet, but honestly, I wasn't blown away by it. Like I expected it to be like some wild jazz stuff, but it sure. wasn't really. But that being said, I'm still picking it. Um, yeah, I will too. I will. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like the safest bet. Like Pixar movies tend to do pretty well with their scores. So yeah, pretty cool that Reznor and Ross are double nominated here. That's pretty neat for two very different movies. <laughs> that is very fun. Uh, that would suck <laughs> losing though. <laughs> when you had yeah, a, a two fifth chance. Hope they don't cool. split the vote there. Um, okay, uh, cinematography. How about them apples? Huh? Let's do we're it. Getting to the, we're getting to the big boys now. Uh, no Roger Deakins this year, everyone. Sorry. I was going to say, are they all Roger Deakins? <laughs> we have uh, Sean Bobbitt for Judas and the Black Messiah. We have Eric Messerschmidt, what a name, for Mank. Um, we have Darius Wolski, another great name, for News of the World. Wolski Joshua James Richards, name. that's a sick name. Joshua James Richards, Nomadland. And Fadon Papa Michael, the trial that of the Chicago the Seven. best name. <laughs> what Papa are these Michael. names? Papa Michael is maybe the best last name I've ever heard in my life. That's insane. That's great. Um, I want to pick him almost for that. Um, but I think, <laughs> I, I don't know. Nomadland was a pretty gorgeous movie. I was going to say, um, I feel like Trial of the Chicago 7 and News of the World have the least chance of winning out of all these. I feel like Nomadland yeah. and Judas and the Black Messiah are probably top priorities with Mank as a third probably won't get it or anything but but yeah i could nomadland is just all out in nature so that makes sense yeah i would say like if judas and the black messiah like want swept all their categories that'd be hype because that movie is great that'd be so good <laughs> it's so insanely um, good i don't see that happening but who knows um let's go to animated feature film shall we this seems pretty rock chalk but uh we can still talk about it um what do you, what do you we mean? have a Sean the Sheep movie. Farmageddon isn't gonna win. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Um, you know, who's to say? You know, the Academy's weird. Um, we got Onward, which feels like it came out literally a year ago, um, which it did. Um, Over the Moon, 
A Shaun the Sheep movie, colon, Farmageddon. Farmageddon. Soul and Wolf Walkers. Um, I think it's Soul, and I don't think yeah. that there's any chance it's going to be anything else. Um, I don't even think Onward has a chance. Like, Onward was so, no. like, mediocre, in my opinion. Like, Yeah, it's, it's just fine. Um, um, I will say, one thing that uh, someone made a video about that I thought was interesting is that three uh, like uh, like Japanese animation movies were submitted uh, for this category and they were all rejected, yeah, which I find really weird because like I mean like Japanese animation is like gorgeous most of the time like depending on the art style I guess but like yeah. inherently it's like usually insanely breathtaking to watch and uh, I don't know this feels like like Shaun the Sheep feels like one of those like boss baby picks where like they were like well we got nothing else let's just throw this in but like it feels weird to like exclude some stuff like that i don't know it, it just feels yeah, the, odd to me the academy's a sucker for claymation i guess well i think someone i think one of the people cuz like the people who vote for like what gets nominated it's like a committee right like uh, comprised it's, of a lot of people yeah, the first line of people, it's like, first of all, it's anyone who's ever been nominated for an Academy Award as a part of the Academy, technically. That's cool. That's pretty sick, actually. So that's a lot of people. Um, so Sean the Sheep movie can uh, decide what animated features get in next, is what you're saying. It, it, technically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how the... I guess I don't know how the shortlist process works, how they narrow it down to the five, as opposed to just the voting process. But... um. um Basically, someone said that, like, someone, like, leaked some of the messages about it, and one of the people on the board was just like, I don't really like anime movies. And, like, like, <laughs> like it was like, oh, God. <laughs> That's outstanding stuff. <laughs> um, okay, let's get into the, 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 big, the big guys now, huh? Let's do it. Let's, let's talk screenplays first. Um, let's do adapted, adapted screenplay. Okay. Yeah. Let's do adapted. Okay, I'm going to read the full title of the first nomination. Oh my god, yeah, I'm looking at it. Oh my god. <laughs> Our first nominated film is Borat's subsequent movie film, Delivery of Prodigious... I can't even read it. Yeah, Prodigious... Yeah, that's right. Of Prodigious Bribe to American Regime for Make Benefit Once Glorious Nation of Kazakhstan. Um, I think Did there are... Read that? I certainly hope so. Um... There's are there literally I'm counting are there nine names here? There's a lot. With the screenplay? a lot of people wrote this movie. <laughs> Which this by is the like way, a paragraph doesn't this, worth of of text. Doesn't this seem strange that it's even nominated here because the film just mostly feels improvised and there's like no script? Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, so like I mean we talked about this on I think on our first episode of yeah, this about podcast about yeah. how interesting it is cuz they do have like a rough script. But they will yeah. on the fly like switch Change stuff it. out because it's, it's so much of it is based off of reactions from people. Um, yeah, I don't know. Pretty bizarre. Um, yeah, that is kind of weird. So I guess in that sense, yeah, in, in that sense, it's cool. Um, okay, I should read the other nominees. <laughs> um, we have the father, um, Christopher Hampton and Florian Zeller. I'm not reading all the names for Borat. Sorry, but Sasha yeah. Baron Cohen's there. Um, Nomadland, written by Chloe Zhao. Uh, One Night in Miami, Kemp Powers, and here's a twist, The White Tiger by Raman Barani. Um, have you seen The White Tiger, Jackson? Heard of The White Tiger? 
I have not. What is the White Tiger? It's apparently a Netflix movie that I have not seen. Um, but it's it's out there if you want to watch it. Priyanka Chopra Jonas is in it. Um, I don't know here. Um, I think I want to go Nomadland. That yeah, seems kind of seems kind of chalky, but you know, I think that's that seems pretty cool because Nomadland. It's a bunch of like not professional actors like t- telling their stories and stuff, so it's pretty cool. Um, what is yeah. Borat, like? What what about it makes it adapt? Like just because like they're improv like. Well, I think because originally original Borat was first like on a t- part of a television show. Okay. Um. So that's what makes it adapted because it came from that medium first. Gotcha. So it's okay, kind of okay. a tr- I was stretch. Like, how does that work? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you not I read gotcha. the novelization of Borat? <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Moving on to original um, screenplay. Yeah, let's do original. We've got uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, screenplay by Will Burson and Shaka King. Pretty hype. Uh, Minari, Lee Isaac Chung, Promising Young Woman, Emerald Fennell, or Fennel, Sound of Metal, Darius Martyr and Abraham Martyr, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven, Aaron Sorkin. I can tell you what I'd like to win. Uh, I'd like Jude. I'd love Judas and the Black Messiah to win. Me too. But I don't know. I think it's going to be Sorkin. Yeah, I was. I was thinking the exact same thing. Aaron Sorkin uh, usually does really well in in this type of category. Yeah, he He knows how to write a screenplay. Believe it or not. Um, I'm still psyched to see Minari. That's that's like the one like that I want to prioritize for sure. Yeah, it's like this is it's honestly the one that I haven't seen out of all these, like of the main things. Like I haven't seen Minari because I just can't watch it anywhere. And I haven't seen uh, The White Tiger, I guess, too. So there's two for you. <laughs> and I haven't seen Pinocchio. Sorry, Pinocchio. Um, <laughs> Did you see Sean the Sheep? No, sorry. I haven't seen Farmageddon either. You're a poser. I'm sorry. Sorry. But... Justice. Justice for Sean the Sheep. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to director and then we can get into acting. Let's do it. Okay, directing. We have Thomas Vinterberg for another round. That was a shock to everyone, I'm pretty sure. Um, Mank, directed by David Fincher. Um, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. That's pretty hype. Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. And Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. Um, These are some pretty stacked. It's notable that... um, uh, some people obviously got snubbed here. Uh, Thomas Vinterberg really just snuck in there. Um, I have realized yes. something. Um, What's that? I knew the name Thomas Vinterberg sounded so familiar, <gasps> but uh-huh. I couldn't figure he's, out why. He's your uncle. No. Um, uh. So in my film class, we just learned he co-founded a film movement in the 90s uh, oh. called the Dogna the dogma 95 movement um i just wrote a paper oh. on this uh oh my it's gosh super weird basically uh he co-founded this movement with some other guys uh and it's like uh it's basically like the ultimate it's like a critique of um like formalism and like a very cr- critical like approach to fictional realism okay and they have a manifesto of like 10 oh rules gosh. you can't break. And I want to pull them up really fast. So if you want to talk about the Whoa. other ones really quick, I would love to, because this movement is so weird. 
And I think yeah. it would be really – it's so funny that he's nominated right now because, like, that's su- such a coincidence. Who would have thought? Yeah, he um, – obviously, he took up probably um, a slot that maybe Regina King would have had for One Night in Miami, which a lot of people were talking about, or no Aaron Sorkin here in the directing category as well, uh, only for his screenplay, and, uh, of course, no Spike Lee for The Five Bloods. Um, so, yeah, my gut here says Chloe Zhao, which would be hype. And she would be the first Asian uh, and female director to to win the award. Yeah, so, that, that makes the most sense. Um, yeah, I'd be so that would surprised. be really cool. It is definitely pretty male heavy still. I, I think you're right with the Regina King. Um, she would have been really good. I have yeah, the list but, of rules for Dogma ninety five. Whenever you're ready, okay. Just so you know, I'm I'm so ready for the okay. Dogma ninety five. So this movement is really weird for a lot of reasons. Uh, So there's 10 rules. Rule number one, shooting must be done on location. Props and sets must not be brought in. So every single prop in these movies are found on the location. Rule number two, the sound must never be produced apart from the image or vice versa. So you have to record on the same device that records the video. Uh, rule number th- and you can't add audio afterwards. Uh, rule okay. number three: the camera must be handheld. Any movement or mobility <gasps> attained in the hand is permitted. Wow. Rule number four: the film awesome. must be in color. Special lighting is not acceptable. Rule number five: okay. optical work and filters are forbidden. Rule number six: the film must not contain superficial action. This is like murder and like stuff like that, or like uh, really cool action sequences. Like you can't have that. Okay. Uh, number seven: terminal or sorry, uh, temporal and geographical alienation are forbidden. So what this means is that movies can't take place in the past or the future because the movement is all about the now, which is really weird. Uh, okay. Number eight: genre movies are not acceptable. Number nine, the film format must be in Academy 35 millimeter. And number 10, (laughs) the director must not be credited. Another really weird thing about this is that um, if the light is, if there's not enough light levels, you are allowed to put a lantern. You're allowed to attach like a, like a fire lantern onto your camera to shoot. It has Um, to be on the camera though. Yeah. It has to be attached to the camera. It's Goodness so weird. Gracious. And the this sounds like movies, Blair Witch Project. <laughs> oh, so the the Blair, Blair Witch Project would like pass most of these rules and could be considered yeah. a Dogma ninety five movie. The um the movement was from like ninety five to two thousand and four, and it was mostly Danish. And only I think mm. of of the movement, only thirty two films got like officially certified as Dogma ninety five. But there's mm. some weird movies, like and like. It feels like a home video, which makes everything even more uncomfortable and, like, weird. Yeah. Because it, it literally feels like it's, it's a home movie. But, like, one of the movies is called Idiots. And it's about a woman who joins, like, a cult in the woods. Um, and their cult, what they do is uh, they go into public and pretend to be special needs. As, as, like, a critique of the bourgeois and, like, normalcy or whatever. Like, to make people uncomfortable. And it's really <laughs> weird. Um, it sounds, uh, hmm. Yeah. It's, Interesting. Um, the film movement as a whole, there's another one called, like, Celebration, uh, where yep. 
this family is getting together in a mansion to like celebrate like this father's achievement and then one of the kids who was like now an adult was like by the way i was like molested by my uncle or something and then like everyone just kind of sits in it (laughs) and then like they just get drunker and drunker throughout the night it's like really weird it's a very strange film movement but i uh, because of the sheer coincidence i had to bring it up and i'm so sorry i derailed it once again but here oh i'm so (laughs) glad you brought that up i had no no idea it's very cool it's it's um i don't know it's very hipster even for the 90s, you know? Yeah. Super edge. Awesome. That's good stuff. Anyways. <laughs> um, so anyway, Thomas Vinterberg. Good for him. Vinterberg. Um, sh- okay, let's go to acting now, shall we? Let's do it. Which one? Let's do actress in a supporting role. Woohoo. We have Maria Bakalova for Borat's subsequent movie film and the rest of the title. Um... We have, my God, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. Um, we have Olivia Coleman for The Father. Amanda Seyfried for Mank. And Ya Jung Yoon for Minari. I probably butchered that name, so I apologize to her. Um, but yeah, can I tell you something very upsetting, Jackson? Please do. I think they're going to give Glenn Close her Oscar for this movie. You think so? Is You think it's one of those, like, sorry we didn't give it to you before. Here you go. Yeah, she's been nominated, I think, nine times without winning. This is going to be a Leo moment, isn't it? I'm I'm afraid that it's going to be, like, at least the Leo one, like, yeah, that performance was not his best performance, but it was still, I guess, kind of worthy. But, like, there's nothing worthy about this uh, performance. <laughs> um, Great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very frightened that this is how she's going to get her Oscar. And I think it's, I, I don't even know how she's nominated here. So I think it's an It's Time Oscar, and I'm very concerned about it. Do you have anyone um, that comes to mind that you would rather have here? Because I, I actually just thought of someone. I can't think of the actress specifically, but um, uh, Daniel Kaluuya's wife in the movie. Um, yes, that's who, she that's who should be she here. She was amazing. She did a that's really, who should be really here. good job. And I'm also blank. I think, oh, what's her name? It's not, um, is it Dominique Fishback? Is that it? That sounds very familiar, actually. That might be I'm her. looking it up. Yes, that's her. Yeah, she was great. Um, and I would have given it yes. to her, honestly. She did a really good job. I loved her performance. She's, she's more deserving than Glenn Close, I can tell you that. Um, but I, I don't know. I think it's going to be Glenn Close. I would have liked it to be, like you said, Dominique Fishback. I thought was stellar. And if it's not her, I think Maria Bakalova is a, just a very fun. I don't think nom. she'll get it. That was like a. Like, I won't. feel like she is like a Golden Globes pick for sure. Like yeah, it's right up there, Ali. The I don't. I don't think this is an Oscar pick for her. The nomination makes sense. I'm feeling uh, Olivia Coleman. Uh, it just feels she was like the safest pick. You know, I mean, she was good. Now that you mentioned that the apology Oscar could go to Glenn Close. You're probably yeah, right. <laughs> I hate given, I hate Oscar politics. That stuff's so I know annoying. And we've already given Olivia Coleman an Oscar. Um, what did she win for? For the favorite, which by the way is when Glenn yeah. Close lost her most recent Oscar to her for that. Um, what was she? In, what was who was Glenn Co- Close for that? Oh, she, year? she was nominated for everyone's favorite movie, The Wife. Of course, Jackson did not see that movie. <laughs> what yeah. was that about? Did you see it? <laughs> I did see that movie. Um, She's a plays a wife to a uh, a guy who's winning the Nobel Peace Prize, and he seems to be a little unfaithful. Interesting. Um, 
Uh, it's a very strange movie, um, and everyone thought that was the It's Time Oscar, but they didn't give it to her then, and I think it's going to happen now, and God, I'm terrified. Um, let's hope it doesn't happen. Let's hope it goes to Yoo Jung-yoon or something. That seems cool. Let's give it to Minari. Would you be okay with giving, like, apology Oscars as, like, a separate category, being like, oh, by the way, a performance <laughs> that was so good that has made us, like, consider, like, we we just want to give you an Oscar now for it. Like, do you think, like... yeah. That should be a they thing. Kinda, I feel like that would help fix a lot of the problems, honestly. Uh, oh, we screwed it up? I, I, honestly, yeah. I mean, it's kind of an honorary Oscar, yeah, like, which like, they sometimes it, do. But. Yeah, because I don't want it to take away from, like, other people who won in that category. But, like, yeah. I feel like we should be like, you know what, Leo? You killed it in Wolf of Wall Street. That was, like, your role. Um, yeah. Here you go. Like, this is a fun one. Like, I, I don't know what you would call it, but, like, I feel like that would uh, fix a lot of the problems within the way they give awards because then actually really talented performances get pushed aside for the revenant yeah you know what it should be called jackson what should be called the retrospective oscar that's great you're absolutely right it should be called the retrospect we should do one of those that'd be a fun episode just saying we've we've done it guys we did one didn't we yeah but like well i guess do it for like all of them you know what i mean yeah Let's we'll do in that. Okay, we're gonna do that, guys. After the Snyder <laughs> Cut, um, incredible. Okay, let's do actress in a leading role. We have Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Andre Day, The United States First Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. Um. My gut's telling me Viola are... Davis or Frances McDormand, right? I don't know. I th- I think so. I mean, they're established, but here's here's my only reason why not, is because they already they both already have Oscars. Um, I'm thinking it might be. Um, Carrie Mulligan has been nominated before, but she has not won. That's why I'm going with Carrie. Could Mulligan. be her time. Okay, cool. Um, I can see that. Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, was devastating. Um, very marriage story esque, and Andre Day was was really good in a very meh movie. Um, so yeah, um, hopefully it goes to someone. I think these are all deserving nominees, actually. Um, so I have no qualms with any of the winners here. Yeah, these are all like really good. There's no uh, hillbilly elegy, so I'm cool with that. Yeah, no Amy Adams here. Sorry, Amy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Has she won? Did she win? Anything yet? She has not. She has not won an Oscar. She's um, been snubbed a lot of times. She is She's also really getting close to Glenn Close range. So I she thought is. we could have maybe seen a nomination here a for double. that movie, and she also <laughs> was going to win. But that would have been major yikes. Okay, let's talk about the one I'm most excited for: actor in a supporting role. We have Sasha Baron Cohen in Trial of the Chicago Seven. We have Daniel Kaluuya in Judas and the Black Messiah. We have Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, Paul Racy or Ratchy or Racy or Rassy, one of the four, for Sound of Metal, and how about this, Lakeith Stanfield for Judas mm-hmm. and the Black Messiah. Jackson, I think we manifested this. I think we did too. We've been talking because, a lot about how this is going to go. Yeah. No one was talking about Lakeith Stanfield getting in this nomination slot, which is pretty wild also that it wasn't. Um, 
But also there's the argument here that are they supporting roles or are they the lead roles? Like should they have been double nominated or for actor or should one be somewhere and the other in a different slot? I think if you're going to move one, I I think if you're going to move one, Lakeith Stanfield should probably be for lead actor, right? Like that makes sense. Yeah. The story centers around him and around his narrative. Yeah. Um, I think so. That being said, I preferred Daniel Kaluuya's performance over yeah, Keith Stanfield. I agree. Not, not, just, they both gave amazing performances, but Daniel Kaluuya's was like electric and empowering, and you were just like, yeah, I don't know. I was like, whoa, this guy's awesome. Like, I don't know. It was really cool. I th- I think if we're thinking about the politics play here, I think they probably ran them both in this category because Chadwick is such a lock and actor. That's true. That's so true. That's a really so, good point. So, yeah, I still think it's Daniel Kaluuya. I still think, I think he's so going to lock this up. But I'm happy is that Keith Stanfield is here. first nomination? Has he been nominated in stuff before? This is his first nomination, yeah. That's great. So. Good for him. He is so, so talented and has not gotten any recognition for it. Um, so this is great. A nomination goes a long way. So Yeah, yeah. So this is good for him. Happy for your future, buddy. Um. I'm going to read the nominees for actor in a leading role, but I don't think there's any reason for us to debate who it's going to be. Um, We have Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father, Gary Oldman for Mank, and Steven Yeun for Minari. That makes me really happy, too. Yeah, that's super cool. What a great actor that, like, and from what I've heard, like, everyone just loves working with him. Like, they just think he's a delightful dude. Which just makes me happy because, like, he always seems like such a nice guy. Yeah, he seems like a, such a good, mellow, down-to-earth guy. Yeah. God, and I hope he I hope he that. keeps getting, like, some really good roles because he's oh, so I talented. Think, I mean, like you said, an Oscar nom goes a long way for the yeah. future for these people. So as arbitrary and stupid as these awards are, it really does matter in the business. So, which shouldn't be the case, but it is. It's the way the cookie crumbles. Um. But yeah, I think this is obviously Chadwick's to lose. Yeah, um, he's got it. I don't think anyone else is gonna sneak in here. Great performances by all these other people, though. Mm-hmm. Um, except Minari, which I haven't seen. So I'm so excited. Let me see it. It's gonna be so good. I, I I can already tell I'm gonna love it. You know that trailer just like yeah. warms my heart. Yeah, it's so nice. Good. I'm ready for it. Bring it to me. Okay, Jackson. Best picture. Um, here are our nominations. We have The Father, Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. So, what do you think has the least chance of winning? Um, Sound of Metal. Really? I think okay. Has the least the least chance. Yeah. And then what? Um, I think. That uh, first of all, I'm stoked that Judas and the Black Messiah is here. Heck um, yeah, so good. I didn't see that. I didn't see that happening for a while, but I'm glad it's here. It deserves to be here. Oh, Ryan Coogler um, produced it. Did we talk about that before? I don't know if we talked about it, but yeah, Ryan Coogler. That's cool. Produced I did not know that. It, which is pretty. That is super cool. Um, I think my. Uh, I think it's going to be Nomadland. Yeah. Um, really. That's what it seems to be. And by the way, 
That's this is a pretty neato thing if it happens. Frances McDormand just subtly gets another Oscar because she produced the movie. <laughs> That's fine. So, so good for her. Um, but yeah, I don't think I think Sound of Metal was the big shock in this category. I didn't see that see that happening. Ooh, I have here. a question. Okay, so yeah, there's producers and there's executive producers. Executive producers are like kind of just like we'll give you this title just cause. Like, it actually yeah. means nothing. Like, Stan Lee is an executive producer on, like, every Marvel movie. Would right. they also get an Oscar if, if like, do executive producers get that too? Or is it just the producers? Yeah, they typically they typically do. That's it's really cool. weird. The It's weird producers are, like, the executive and the, the producer. Because, like, some of these people just went Oscars just because, like, they were able to get people to give them money to make the movie. Which so is when, when Black Panther was nominated, was Stan Lee's name on this list? That's fascinating. I guess it was, yeah. Huh. Stanley could have won an know? Oscar. That would have been so cool. That would have been really fun. I'm sure he would have said something awesome. Excelsior! Uh, <laughs> but, um, uh, of these, I, I I mean, I haven't seen The Father. I don't imagine it would it would win. No, uh, I don't think so. Judas and the Black Messiah is my favorite. Of, like, I, yeah. The one I want. And I think has a pretty good shot. Mank... I don't think has a shot. Minari maybe could. We don't know. Could be a surpriser. That'd be cool. Uh, I I think it has a lot of components for a a best picture, you know? Yeah. Um, No. Yeah. Nomadland. I'm going to watch this weekend. I'm going to try to, at least Uh, it's on Hulu and I've heard really good things. And then vibes. Yeah. And then the other three, I don't think have a chance. Promising Young Woman, Son of Metal and Trial of Chicago seven. Trial of Chicago 7 yeah. is just such a Golden Globes movie. Like, I can't even describe oh, why, yeah. but it is. It is. It so. makes you, it gives you po- politics, and it really it really waters it down for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Golden Globes love that, because they're all white and don't know any better. So, I think um, I'm going to stick to Judas and the Black Messiah for now. Um, I'd love that to happen. And I want to stick to it... <sighs> I'm always so conflicted because I want to root for my guys, you know, like I want to like write on paper. Yeah. These are my picks for who I think should win or will win. Uh-huh. But also I want to beat you and win money whenever we bet. On these. <laughs> and so it's well, so hard we, writing down other people's names. It just makes me sad. You know, I know. Well, when we do the retrospective Oscars, when we do more of those, that's when we get our, that's when we get our, our flex out. I mean, yeah. Hey, I nominated Kevin Garnett for an Oscar on our episode. <laughs> that was fun. That, that was so, so fun. So, yeah, we're going to do more of those because that's fun. Because that's there, our Oscars. Were there any snubs that we want to talk about besides um, in the best I think uh, supporting the, actress category? I think the big one was Delroy Lindo for Defy Bloods. Okay. Um, I think a lot of people were talking about that because he gave an excellent performance. You watched Defy Bloods, right? I haven't. I'm, I've been so oh, okay. I need to. He he is is very excellent in it. He like it's like a he just plays like a PTSD Vietnam War veteran, cool. but he like does such a very good job. And like nothing for nothing really for Defy Bloods. Um, nothing. Uh, I guess no love for the uh, no, nothing for Malcolm and Marie, which I I saw coming, but people were buzzing for a minute about that. Yeah. Um. But everything else, uh, no, no prom, no the prom, snubs for the prom. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think they did a, a pretty good job. I think. I think last year's was like an all timer nominees. Like I thought last year's Oscars were like excellent, and they didn't really mess up all that bad. 
Didn't we have um, 10 best pictures last year? Yeah, you can do up to... I think it was not maybe nine, but you can do up to ten. I think is the oh, okay. official rule. And oh, we only have what is it eight this year? Yeah, yeah. But I think that rule is changing next year. Um, to that what? it can be it it will be ten. I think every time. Um, I may I may be misquoting, but um, but yeah. Um, so the Oscars are like not till April, so this gives you guys plenty of time to, to check some of these out and uh, get back to us. Let us know what you think. Uh, see if we mess this up completely. Personally, you think that the prom should be here. <laughs> I think we should do uh, we should extend our bet to anyone who wants to participate or something through our Instagram. It could be very fun. Hey, I'm all for that. When we get could closer to the Oscars, stuff. you guys want to fill out a ballot. You DM us your ballot, and then uh, Venmo one of us, and then we'll make it happen. We'll yeah. do the thing. It could be super fun if people want to do it. I think if we get enough people, that could be super fun and weird, and we could all collectively watch the Oscars together. Good stuff. Cute. It's going to be wacky. Who knows? Steven <laughs> Soderbergh's producing it, so let's see what happens. Wait, really? Yeah, he is. They hired someone what? fun. They're like, hey, listen. This awards show is so outdated. Who's hosting? Or is nobody hosting again? I don't think anyone's going to host ever again. Uh, Which is pretty wild. I think it worked out well last year. So, thanks, Kevin Hart. All right. Uh, That was was Oscars. That was I Could Have Been a Contender, boys and girls. Woohoo. Shall we move on, Jackson? Let's move on. All right, let's go into The List is Life. The List is an absolute good. The List is Life. Jackson, what number are we feeling this week on my list? That is 1 to 1,965 currently. Have we done 1,000? 1,000? 1,000. I don't believe we have. Let me scroll to it real quick. Um, we have not done 1,000. But we're what about to do it if, if you'd like to do it. Let's do it. Is it bad? No, it's uh, it's just it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three-star. Um, my number 1,000 is a film called Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Have you seen this movie? Uh, I'm trying to think. Am I mixing this up with Dazed and Confused? I think I am. You are mixing it up with Dazed and Confused. I've seen Dazed and Confused. I don't really like that movie. It's a very similar movie, so you probably wouldn't like this one either. Yeah. Um, It's not as good as Dazed and Confused. Confused. It's not as good? I don't even think Dazed and Confused is good. It's it's about... It's it's pretty much... It's a group of California high school students are enjoying their... This is this is the uh, the description on IMDb. A group of Southern California high school students are enjoying their most important subjects: sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Whoa! <laughs> Who directed so, this movie? Uh, this is directed by Amy Heckerling, a woman, which is oh cool, pretty interesting. All right. well, fair enough. Fair um, enough. And uh, Cameron Crowe wrote the screenplay, um, which is neat. He wrote Almost Famous and Jerry Maguire. Oh, nice. and and uh, we bought a zoo, of course. Um, yes, 
Yes. I know that's your favorite. Um, but Sean Penn is in this. This is like before Sean Penn was Sean Penn. Oh, really? Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a big ensemble movie. Um, and it's just, it's okay. Um, Why is it worse than Dazed and Confused? Let's just keep comparing it to that for this segment. I find Dazed and Confused... Well, Dazed and Confused, I think, is cool. because I, I personally, I, I like Dazed and Confused probably more What's than you. What's Dazed and Confused rated at for you? What's it ranked? Uh, you want a double whammy here. Huh? I want a double whammy. Let's just compare them. Dazed and Confused is 742. Okay. So, nice. I mean, it's a big hike, but I imagine it's around the same star level. That they both have three stars. Yes, I've yeah. given them okay. both three stars. Um, I like Days and Confused because it all takes place in a day. And day I'm a and sucker confused. for. Yeah, that's what it should have been called. <laughs> um, nice try, Richard Linklater. And but, he's great. I that I think that's one of the most disappointing things is that like he did the Before trilogy, which is. <laughs> literally maybe the best trilogy of all time just saying uh yeah and he did boyhood which is really good like he's the king of coming of age and like love stories and i don't know he made a movie where matthew mcconaughey is like the grossest pedophile type guy like ugh, it's weird he is gross i he's mean so, i mean that's this the was point his, but, uh, yeah, yeah it's so gross i mean this was his first he made this before any of that this was his first film. That's fair. So that's fair. I'll give you that. He was, I, he was figuring it out. I don't know. He obviously, he so obviously figured it out towards the end. But it's better It's better than Fast Times. Fast Times takes place like over a school year. Oh, okay. And um, it has the same kind of feel of Days to Confuse, though. But I don't know. Just I like the... I mean, and Days to Confuse has some, some all-time one-liners. I mean, good stuff there, like... I, I came here to kick ass and drink beer, and I'm all out of beer. Gosh, what cool. a line. It's a great line. Um, Compared but yeah, to the I just find Days and Confused a little. Confused. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, that's that one. But the other one that he says, it's really gross. Oh, uh, about the girls? The thing yeah. he loves about high school girls? They get younger. Oh, no, I get older, and they stay the same age or yeah. something. Yeah, gross. It's, 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 it's tough. Um, but he obviously plays the degenerate in that movie. Yeah. Um, but everyone thinks yeah, he's so like, cool. Well, yeah, that's the problem. That's the film bro's <laughs> problem. That's not my problem. You're right. We should all aspire to be Jordan Belfort. He's so cool. He's so um, sick. Similar, the way he broke the vibe. law and like ripped everyone off and did a bunch of yeah. coke and cheated on his wife. and What a terrible dude, you know? Yeah. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Fast Times at Richmond High and Days and Confused, guys. If you're going to pick one, Days and Confused. Fast Times is supposedly a, a, a classic, uh, but I think that's an outdated classic. Um, we have better classics now, guys, like... Uh, B-Movie. Uh, <laughs> B-Movie, yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the beautiful. best coming of Thank age you. I can't wait movie. till someday, someday you pick B-Movie out of this, oh, out of this bunch. Is we it okay? Give is. me a hint. Is it lower than Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Um, yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't. I like would that say. Movie. <laughs> really? Is it? I I get it. The memes, I get it. But as a movie, it's just so bizarre. <laughs> yellow, black, yellow, black, yellow, black. Ah, black and yellow. <laughs> so great. Oh, Jerry so good. Got got to build a house or something from it. Yeah. Um, Cool. That's that was the list is life. <laughs>
Outstanding. Should we go into our last segment, Jackson? Let's do it. I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Beautiful. Jackson, I think we all know what we're going to be having, but tell us what you're having. Um, hmm, what to recommend? The Snyder Cut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that movie is going to be so... That movie is going to be so four hours long. You know? That it is. Four hours and two minutes. <laughs> oh, so, my God. We're amped. We're amped. Have, we're jazzed. I, we're floored. Like any good movie, also, I've heard it's uh, split into chapters. Like, it's not actually split into episodes, but during the movie, it'll say chapter one. Chapter two, chapter three, chapter four. I think there's five, and then an epilogue. So, oh man, it's like an that's audiobook. a sign of a great movie. <laughs> Except you also get to watch it. What what yeah. could you want? You you had a very so, yeah. hard harsh take on audiobooks this week. I just want to say, uh, can I can we voice it here right now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's talk about it. So you asked you asked us if. If you listen to an audiobook, does that count as reading? I think and it does. Like But you're not reading anything. Yeah, right? but like if you were to write like if after okay, cuz I think Davey worded it well. He said semantically you're not, but right. By the time you're finished listening to it, you know the entire story the like the exact same way. Right. But you didn't read it. I mean, yeah, it's but a that's like a Ben in, Shapiro argument. <laughs> oh no! Technically, Don't you, compare me to Ben Shapiro. Move across the page. So actually, <laughs> you were not reading. Like that's like. <laughs> and I think I think Fry made a good point too. Like if you listen to an audiobook, you can tell people you've read it. Yeah, right? but I think. But so. like you didn't read it. I mean, it's like like did you? If you typed out uh, the stenography of this podcast, would you say you listened to it? If you read the if you read the word for word, what we talked about. Carter said, hmm, you're, you were a doctor, but if I were to uh, pass out and you only knew literature, you wouldn't be able to help me. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, you Dr. Jill doctor. Biden, if you want to come she on the podcast, please do. About? God, I hate Ben Shapiro. I hate, I hate that I've been that compared to Ben Shapiro. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh. Anyway, um, what do you hey, audiobooks, I don't know. Um, I recommend the Ben Shapiro uh, podcast this week. God. Um, no, Featuring I recommend. Carano. Yeah, I'm gonna recommend. Don't, are we getting Falcon and Winter Soldier this week? As we well? are. I, I literally forgot about that. Yeah, tomorrow or sorry, yeah. the day of people listening, uh, it has debuted. So. Oh wow! There you go. So yeah. yeah, after you watch the Snyder Cut tonight or whenever you're watching it tomorrow, then you can yesterday, turn on, whenever. Yeah. Time is irrelevant when watching the Snyder Cut. Um, <laughs> check out Falcon and Winter Soldier, episode Woo-hoo. one, I think. Uh, hopefully it's hopefully it's neat. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be good. I'm really stoked. We so. shall see. I'm excited. We get more Marvel television back in our lives. More so, yeah. Marvel content, um, please. Give us everything you want. Um, <laughs> okay, that's it. We did it. Woohoo! We finished. Woohoo! Uh, Jackson, where can the people follow us on the socials? Please give us a follow at roughcut underscore pod on Instagram and uh, have a blast. We'll discuss potential uh, Oscar nomination guesses and and uh, stuff like that. We'll, see, we'll do a contest or something. That could be fun. So I love contests. The Me winner too. gets an honorary Oscar. Woohoo! Incredible. 
And that's it. That's uh, it, folks. Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, Snyder Cut next week. Uh, tune in if you somehow suffered through four hours or if you just want to listen to Jackson and I talk about how we suffered through four hours. <laughs> Either way, oh, we're going to talk about it. But uh, thanks for listening. Always, uh, we love you. Be safe. Be good. Peace and love. Uh, yeah. Goodbye. Bye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Thank you.